0: Kieran Gibbs. with a chance to drive at Norwich City here. Chat again. Chat And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the home of the most controversial football takes in all of the world of football. This is the Steven Talk Soccer Podcast. I'm back again with a very, very, very special guest. A guy that I've known for some time now, actually. I met him when I was in university. And I mean, I never forget when I first walked up to him and he's wearing, his, he's wearing his Inter hat. And I was like, so you're an Inter fan? And I mean, I don't really meet many football fans to begin with, let alone people that support a team so niche in where I'm from like that in terms of Inter, Inter fans as well. So, I mean, Jared, please come and uh, say what's up to the people and uh, we'll get straight into the business.
1: Hey, what's going on? Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, man, I got that hat because Arsenal were just doing so bad and, and I needed to...
0: I needed to deflect somehow. <laughs> oh, Drop forty bucks in a hat. <laughs> I don't blame you, man. And just so you guys get the idea, we're going to be doing an everything about. Episode again, and you guys have been loving these. And before I go on, make sure to download, to subscribe, to follow, to do all of those amazing things before you continue listening to this episode. And by the way, I have countless other content that's been created and is in, and is in the process of being created. So stay tuned for that. Plenty more coming. Jared here is the Arsenal expert, the Arsenal connoisseur. He's been alive for seventy nine years now. Yeah, I don't know. His voice sounds fairly young, but he's. I promise you, he's an old Arsenal fan. He's here to give you guys the ball knowledge and how he feels about. Arsenal and Thomas Partey, as we say. But starting off, Jared, I have to ask you, please tell me what made you and when did you start supporting and you know, what era of time did you start supporting Arsenal Football Club?
1: You should have seen me a couple of minutes ago. I was on Wikipedia trying to figure out when Fabregas made his debut. Then, <laughs> 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 because the um, first time I saw him play, uh, I, I'm I'm putting it between like 06, 08. oh mm. eight. First time I saw him play, uh, he was automatically my favorite player. Fabregas, just like the way he, the way he moved on and off the ball, the way he was always a, a goal threat, he, he was just unbelievable. And him being the youngest player at the time to uh, you know playing the in the Premier League and to to play at the level that he that he did was just unbelievable. And I was Man, I was a kid. I was like ten or twelve or something. Wow. And seeing this, I've never seen it before. The only the only players people talked about were were like Rooney, you know Messi guys like that. And I, I didn't care.
0: I <laughs> like these are the relevant. It's not if it's not such I don't wanna hear it. But
1: yes. Um I saw Fabregas, I just fell in love. Yeah. Um, I started watching him, watching Arsenal, and I started realizing like Man, this team is insane. the the way the way they play is not like other teams. And then the more I I grew interested and and got to know more about the team, um, I got to know you know Arsene Wenger, his philosophy, and uh, it was over from there. So since then, been an Arsenal fan through and through. It's been uh, probably like fifteen years. Wow. So, yeah, uh, I've been through it all, except for the the winning parts.
0: (laughs) The earlier stages of the 90s and the early (laughs) early times of the Premier League. Um, So,
1: I'm lucky to to join late to the party, but, um, yeah, man, this team is special. And when people tell me they support other teams, I I question why. Like, I, I don't get how not everyone in the world is an Arsenal fan. Honestly,
0: honestly. I'm going to speak objectively here, and I do this on every one of these Everything About episodes as a, you know, as a very unbiased host. I'm going to be honest. They're one of the most classic football teams that I've ever seen. There's something about them that I haven't, I can't really put my finger on in terms of other teams having or not having. I mean, you have a pool of like Milan's, which is a team is, you know, I like a lot and of course rivals you for some reason. All the teams I like, they're the opposite of what you like, but um, I think when I look at Arsenal, and I think about Arsenal. I'm always reminded, like the legacy and like the you know like the the story, like the storyline you get behind, like the significance of the team, obviously in London and being one of the first teams to play in the Premier League, and have been around for so long now. And the fan base stretches, I'd say, universes at this point. And that's how many people you know love Arsenal. And in terms of a footballing standpoint, forget like you know the outside and the uh, the craving and the the appreciation people have. The style of play that Arsenal play, in my opinion, is some of the best that I watched in the Premier League for sure. I wouldn't say in the last five or six years that I would not argue. I think recently we're starting to see more of it now. But I say before a little bit I kind of fizzled out. But earlier stages, I won't lie, man. I had to put my hands up. I said, this is Barca in the Prem. Let's be honest, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pep Guardiola ball in England. You know what I mean? So like I had the same uh, feeling, I guess, of appreciation for the for the football they're playing as you do
1: you have to say though even in the bad years that decade of just nothing mm. like that's that style was there like, no
0: no for sure the, the there were, there were the
1: glimpses here and there and, and to see a team with you know bentner up top and Frimpong coming in a dm you know still producing that style like that's exclusive to arsenal like that doesn't happen you see like a team like like tottenham or a team like man u depending on their personnel you know their style. Their style changes depending on their manager. Their style changes, but Arsenal's style has just been the same for my whole life. You know, so to be to be able to get behind a team like that, like it's it's easy. Honestly, it's easy to be an Arsenal fan. It's
0: very true, man. But, I just I wanted you to put some respect, and I want the people listening to put some respect on the Lord Bentner because, in my opinion, the reason why his name <laughs> is the Lord is because. He's one of the greatest athletes to ever grace a sport, let alone football, let alone Arsenal Football Club. Uh, if anyone knows who Nicholas Bentner is or the Lord Bentner, you are truly a real football fan and a real Arsenal fan, for that matter, if you support the club. Because the Lord Bentner at Arsenal is a period of time that we don't appreciate enough. And it really is like yeah. a good point, man. It's Exactly. It's a, it's a time period. It's a very like significant piece of Arsenal history. It's part of the fabric. you know. But anyways, we will move on onto a very special part of the episode and a part that I think most people really really enjoy um please give me your all time arsenal eleven
1: all right this is this is difficult i I like put everyone in a you know fourth through three formation and then I'm looking at it and thinking, damn, I have like ten other players I want to include but, <laughs> like I have everyone written out in like a four three three, and on the side I have just a list of names.
0: Um, (laughs) I had a feeling you're the. I had a feeling you had many, many like alternatives, and not just like the stick eleven, and that's it. Like whatever you see is that. Whatever you see is what it is.
1: Because that's another thing about the club. Like, uh, I'm connecting with these players obviously because they're good, and I look up to them, and, and and they're incredible, and they've done so much for the club. But I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because I've I've been a fan for so long, hmm. but these fans maybe it's the, maybe it's the club marketing I don't know, but the way that Arsenal fans are able to connect like on a personal level, even not even being in the same country as them, being able to connect with them on a personal level, uh, is a really weird thing to be explaining. Uh, but truly, like that's that's what it feels like. So we have Mister Aaron Ramsdale.
0: As whoa, goal, whoa, whoa, whoa. Rewind. <laughs> no, man. no. No, 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 no. Jared, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. I literally, <laughs> we will end the episode now. We're not doing this. No, yes. we're not doing any born with rege- rejects. We're not doing this. Rewind. Tell it me. can't be Ramsdale.
1: Tell me what you want me to say.
0: It has to be Petr Cech, bro. He's a goat. <laughs> <laughs> it's obvious.
1: Wait <Keep laughs> okay, let's, let's move on. Let's I, I Wait, wait. Wanna, are I you
0: serious? Talk. You actually have Ramsdale in net.
1: Man. Ramzel, like his his passion, the way he leads from the back, his 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 physical abilities, like the the saves he's made, like the instant impact he made for the team, is something that that Arsenal never had in a goalkeeper.
0: What about David Seaman?
1: Kate, look, I, I should have prefaced by saying I'm choosing an eleven that is from my generation. Okay. I, I won't go back. I won't go back to the Invincibles because otherwise it's just going to be the invincible
0: <laughs> you can you can you can read out the whole invincible team i don't i'd respect that you know you can say but you yeah, on.
1: i should have prefaced this is this is my generation
0: of course of course yeah I, I i should have prefaced that as well so in that you have Aaron Ramsdale. okay we'll move on from that i, I won't, we won't we won't linger on that for much longer
1: <laughs> so starting as my center back pairing we have Laurent Koscielny
0: yes sir yes sir
1: Big William Saliba.
0: No, man. No. No, 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 no. No, man. I don't know why that's a problem for you. Because he literally played two games for the club. He just got there.
1: That's what I'm saying. He's one of the best <laughs> center backs I've ever seen play for the team.
0: Agreed. I I've said this. If if anyone listening has ever heard any of my old episodes, I've said this many times. William, I put a tweet out about it recently too. William Saliba is one of the great. Is one of the best center backs of his of his time period and of his age. He plays like he's at least twenty nine, thirty years old with the most experience. Super gifted defender. But to have him, him in your team one. is criminal. That is a criminal offense. Him and Ramzil is criminal, but it's fine. It's your team. I'm not here to violate. Your team. Saliba no, look, and... Uh, it's mine. Krisholini.
1: You asked me. I, I yeah, fair enough.
0: I'll, or shut or up, I'll shut up. I'll shut up. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. So Saliba <laughs> and... The... I'm just going to
1: keep going.
0: No, keep okay. going. Come yeah. on. Right back, Carl I'm... Jenkinson.
1: Hell no. <laughs> Peak banter <era. laughs> Left back, we have Kieran Tierney. Okay. Like, you expected that.
0: I did. <laughs> I didn't expect it. I'm
1: expecting it now. Right back. So I know we've had right back troubles more recently. Yeah. Um, so again, I was on my Wikipedia, like going through like Fabregas and who, all all the all the players. I'm thinking, damn, who's ever played for Arsenal at right back? Mm.
0: Like,
1: who going to choose a right back?
0: Sanya. Um,
1: of course, I chose Sanya. Yeah. He's the only one on the list that. That is worthy of even mentioning. Look, I love Bellerin, mm-hmm. but he was never—he's never good.
0: Never Agreed.
1: So um,
0: then we, we have. Hold on. When we come back, we'll be moving yes. on to the midfield and the attackers of Jared's newly revamped, <clears throat> freshly modern Arsenal eleven. In a second. And now, ladies and gentlemen, back to Jared's all-time Arsenal 11. He's representing you, yes, you, you Arsenal fans. Jared, take it away with your midfield. Go ahead.
1: Okay, so uh, typical Arsenal fashion. We're playing a a pivot in the DM roles. We have Thomas Partey and Santi Cazorla.
0: As, yes. as long um, as you didn't say Granite Jacka who threw the armband <laughs> on the ground against Crystal Palace, but yet still reps the badge as if he's an, he's Arsenal, he's also Arsenal, you know culture. That's great. That's all we. Have. That's, only, that's the only concern I have. Uh,
1: yeah, man, Granite Jacka. I've been a supporter from the start. I'm. I've been telling people he's he's good. Trust me. Trust me.
0: He doesn't draw. And, and
1: time time after time, he's he's failed us.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but he's. Like an attacking mid now. I don't know what the, what his role is now on the team, but it's, yeah. it's insane. I don't know how Arteta came up with this, uh, but Jacob put Tulemans to shame the other day. He did. Uh, anyway, so Partey and Kazorla. Mm-hmm. Um, Partey, I, I've never seen a player play like him before. He's the African energy that that Arsenal was missing. And then Kazorla, Mister Five Six but he's a bulldozer having him float around and just creating magic. Um, whatever sorcery he he's able to come up with on a regular basis, this, this player, man, again, I've, I've never seen anyone play like Cazorla and that's, that's my theme, I guess like players who, who, who changed, redefined, uh, the positions that they play. Honestly, mm-hmm. they're, they're just so good. You out of out of the 20 guys on the, on the field these guys are, are easily capable. These two Partankos are easily capable of of one-v-one beating any player for just the best one
0: So you're going to you're going to disrespect Aaron Ramsey, uh Francis Coughlin, um Alex Song, Sesh yes. Fabregas.
1: Yeah. Hey, I'm not done. I'm
0: not done. Oh, I was gonna say Samir is it Samri or Samir Nazri. We're not talking we're
1: not talking about Nazri. Why
0: not, man? I'm giving you good names. These are guys that are arsenal legends, some of them, Look, man.
1: On my list, top of my on my honorable mentions list is Rambo. So
0: Okay, good. Just want to just yeah. want to make sure. Okay. Hold on, and who you you're about to violate. Go, go on, go on to your number ten. I know you're about to you are about to violate someone. Yes, please. Who's your number <laughs> ten? Go on. No,
1: no, no. You have to understand. This is a four three three.
0: Yeah, yeah, fair enough. But you're definitely missing out on someone key, and I'm waiting for you well, just to turn up. My not number sing. ten,
1: my number ten is Fabregas. Wow, um, I've explained already. Yeah, you've uh, I, I know what you're getting at. I'm just gonna move on. I'm just gonna move on. Mm. Gonna
0: move on. <laughs> okay, move
1: on. <laughs> my right after this, I'll I'll, I'll get to what you're
0: what you're to. trying to get out of me. Okay,
1: striker Van Persie again, the left foot. <laughs> The left foot that he has his, is able to carry his ability to carry the ball, hold the ball. He's he's just he's unmatched. When I think of Arsenal strikers, that's that's who I think of. Besides Henri, obviously, put mm. um, respect on on Henry. Um But yeah, Van Persie. I think that if when when you mention the word volley. Uh, this player is the only one that should come to your mind.
0: So true. It's the only player I think of when I think of a ball. You know the one he scored? I mean, it actually was for Manchester United. He scored one for United. No, 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 no. You
1: have to understand. He did it with Arsenal. I know, I know,
0: I know the goal. goal. Alex
1: Song. Alex Song
0: from deep. Out of nowhere. (laughs) From deep. you talking like Randy Orton. Out of nowhere, bro. RKO. (laughs) Yeah, go on. Explain the goal.
1: Song collected it from deep. Turned smash it forward you're thinking what is Song doing yep <laughs> and RVP man he just smashed it home this goal I thought would never be replicated but of course he did it again yes <laughs> with Man U, yes with um I think I, I don't know if that's the goal that he celebrated but he scored two goals against Arsenal in, in that game I believe and uh he didn't celebrate the first one, and then he celebrated the second one. Yeah. Which rubbed people the wrong way, but I'll always love, always love Vampers.
0: So what about Yaya Sanogo? What about Marouane Shamak? <laughs> what about uh, Alexander Lacassette? What about Eddie? I mean, you're loving Eddie and Katia, but you're not going to win this game.
1: He's, he's on the honourable mentions list. He's
0: okay. The, okay, good. I, I just uh, want to make sure you uh, had him Sunogo. there. Sanogo.
1: Sanogo is an Emirates Cup legend. Yes. Scoring three goals against Benfica, I
0: think. Yes, yeah. And was it in the Europa League?
1: No, man. Emirates Cup. It's preseason. <laughs>
0: this guy said Emirates Cup. <laughs> this guy said Emirates Cup, bro. It's crazy. Oh, my yeah, god! Yo, man. Yeah, Emmanuel Adebayor. Exactly. The list goes on. They've had so many numbers. Obviously, my favorite striker, who hopefully he comes to Chelsea because I really I love him to death. I've watched him his whole career. I literally have his jersey. I'll get it up when I when I start making videos. You guys will see. Pierre. Obama who? Obama what? Obama blood. Yes, you already know who it is. Obama Yang. Don't know. Anyways, go on to your go onto your wingers now, your left and right wingers.
1: Uh I uh, We'll have to save Aubameyang for another episode.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. I I'll know, have him we'll have him back on, don't worry.
1: Okay, so um this is kind of an unorthodox front three mm. on the left with no explanation. He'll he'll explain it to you himself uh with his gameplay. Martinelli.
0: What? That's criminal! No, no, what's uh, wrong? No, it's what's criminal. wrong, bro? There's only one left winger that played for Arsenal that's been goaded for the, since, since since he was there and since he left. Only one. There's one, and everyone listening is screaming the same thing. Elective Sanchez.
1: Inyo. Oh,
0: right. Okay. <laughs> the guy said <laughs> no, Sanchez, man. Look,
1: I know, I know, Sanchez. But this 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 is a recency bias, and Fair I'm enough. willing to accept that.
0: Okay. I heard Ramsdale okay. and Talibah. That definitely knows reasons. Look, <laughs> look,
1: look, I'm sorry, but Martinelli... Actually, the reason I like Martinelli so much and um, the reason that this kind of player is so prominent in the Arsenal team is because of Sanchez. The high energy, the ability to score, the ability to pass and create goals... The, the player who's gonna track back and intercept and never give up and lead from lead by example Sanchez started that with with this new generation where there's there was a loss of, of connection there's a loss of like passion and, and support as a team uh, mm. Sanchez came in and, and he led by example by working so hard every game and he made the case for players like Martinelli to have the success that Martinelli is now beginning to have. So Martinelli with an asterisk, respect to Sanchez. Thank you. I'm
0: sorry. But try. on the right wing, if you don't have Nicholas Pepe, we're ending the episode now. <laughs> if I don't see you putting your hand over your eyebrow and, and you giving me a bit <laughs> of a salute, like you're, you know, you're, you're on the, you're, you're, you're surfboarding on the, on the waves. Or you're looking far uh, in the distance.
1: Look, it's not Pepe. I'm sorry.
0: It's not Nicolas Pepe. That's a shame. I told
1: you. It's an unorthodox front three. I have Ozil playing on the right.
0: I knew you were going to say that. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I know you so well. I knew you were going to say that.
1: I I almost put him as number 10, but Wenger obviously stopped doing that after a while. Mm -hmm. He played him on the right. I think that Ozil, once he beefed up, once he was able to compete physically... In the Premier League, mm. uh, he he did a really good job on the right. Um, same with someone like Ram um, Ram, When when he played on the right, yeah. he was able to create in a space that allowed him a little bit more time to really just deliver balls in. And Ozil, I mean, it, it showed he he was able to play all the way all the way across. You know that midfield. And for him to create, I don't know how many chances it was, but the most chances in Premier League history um, on his own in the team that he was currently is incredible. So yeah, Ozil, that. to wrap it up, uh, rest in peace.
0: You <laughs> <laughs> said rest in peace. I miss
1: him so much, man.
0: Yeah, I miss him too. And the,
1: the worst thing is, here's the worst part about it. Ozil falling out with the team. And then falling out with every team after that. Um, People are comparing him to Gwenduzi (laughs) And how Gwendozi fell out with the team as well. And I think that that's just disrespectful.
0: Oh, by the way, Guendouzi is is an Arsenal legend too. Him and Lucas Torreira, bro. Goats. Goats. Goats.
1: Torreira scored one goal. And it was great. It was a good so goal. Good job.
0: Yeah,
1: that was a good. Look, Ozil we'll was a, a, a legend.
0: No, for sure. From uh,
1: time here, he was he was the he was the best player on the team, best player in the league, and and he proved it day like day in day out. Yeah. Now, Gündüz, the reason why he's <laughs> such a such a prominent figure in my world is, again, he was in a team that lacked energy, lacked mm. passion. When uh, Mopé (laughs) body-checked Leno, Guendouzi was the only one that ran over and did something. Yeah. The Arsenal players watched Mopé just bully Leno, give him a cheap shot, and Guendouzi just went straight for the throat. And that's, I'm telling you, that's what Arsenal needed. And Guendouzi had that, and it's too bad that he was just some young French hothead that couldn't get along with Emery, and I'm I'm sorry, but bad timing. If he was if he was in the team in a different time, I think he'd still be in the team. But uh, with that being said, he's doing really well at Marseille. Glad to watch him at Marseille.
0: He's killing it. Him and Nuno Tavares are killing it right now, man.
1: Man, Nuno has scored his first two games. It's so funny.
0: It's hilarious. People say,
1: people say, um, Arsenal fans say, he can't shoot. Tavares can't shoot. Like he's dribbling like crazy, brings the energy, but he, he can't finish. Uh, look at him now. <laughs> <laughs> but hold it's on, just hold so on. Like these players, this generation of players, they're just memes. Like so true. Like Tavares, like, <laughs> Torreira, memes, like they're bro. known for one thing. <laughs> Bellerin, man, yeah. Mr. Fashion himself. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Climate.
0: <laughs> I want to, to make a quick mention before we kind of pivot away from the team. Please give me your thoughts on two thoughts, Your thoughts on two players. I thought maybe you would have added them to the squad, but you didn't mention them, and I feel like Arsenal fans probably resonate a lot with these players. The first of which is Theo Walcott, and secondly is um, Dennis Bergkamp. Did you watch Bergkamp at all? Were you ever able to catch him?
1: No, Bergkamp was before. Okay, it was before my time. But uh, looking back, man, again, Bergkamp, I that that touch and that goal he scored, I think it was against Newcastle. Yes, his, his spin around like the opposite side of his body. Mm. I I still don't understand how he did that. To this day, I I, I can watch it on loop like for hours, man, and I wouldn't be able to tell you. No, seriously, or explain to you what he did.
0: Every time I see it, I'm always baffled. Seriously, I'm genuine. I've seen the goal at least a thousand times. It's no word of a lie. At least minimum. Like the Premier League shows it over and over and over again. And I'm always like trying to you know, get up my notebook and trying to understand the physics behind the movement. I'm like, for I don't get it.
1: Anyways, what well, who is the other player?
0: Theo Walcottinho. Walk-
1: man, he was the fastest player on FIFA for so long. Oh my god.
0: The pace when, was unreal.
1: When his pace dropped to like eighty or something,
0: he became I I, I shed a tear. Yeah, man. He was a but sad day.
1: He was he was so good. Um the way he dribbled past uh, defenders, especially Chelsea defenders, was unbelievable. I, I just, <laughs> he was so fast, but somehow he got through groups of players and somehow he, he scored some goals. Um, I think at the time he sent a record for the fastest
0: uh, goal history. scored yeah, in, in the league.
1: But yeah, man, Walcott, really good. I think that just he was missing he was missing a tech, a technical aspect to his game that, that
0: he never acquired,
1: you know, he, he never acquired, but he, he, you know, fair play to him because he was so fast. He didn't get no true. There were times that he stepped up as striker and did a really good job. Which yeah. So I remember that because he's so small. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Honorable mention for sure, man. Like Walcott, Arsenal legend.
0: For sure. Um, Really quickly, because I'm very, very curious. I think that the listeners, listeners are probably curious as well. Can you go through the rest of the honorable, honorable mentions you had that are obviously that we haven't said already? Don't say uh, Nketiah. We already heard already We don't, I don't mean Katia.
1: And Nketiah is another one of those players who I told everyone. Watch out for him. Oh,
0: one game at got Stamford Bridge and all of a sudden he's the greatest striker in the Look Premier League, him. man. He's our number 14. Oh, Lord. Bro, we're placing Aubameyang's number two and-, and Lacazette's role in the squad. Anyways, go Anyways, on with the rest of the list. Um,
1: yeah, so we've, we've talked about them already. Rambo, mm. Alexis. Um, Giroud has to be there. Yes,
0: yes. I forgot. Yes, thank you. I was going to say leave Giroud for sure.
1: Another player that I stood behind. I told everyone. he, he Giroud was my favorite player. Since like the day he signed, he was he was my favorite player from that from that time. And everyone was like, He's too big, he he's he's too slow, he's sluggish, he he's not good enough. Yeah. You what go back and watch the goals he scored for Arsenal. Watch.
0: The Puscast Award. He won the Puscast Award.
1: He's he's thirty four and he won the league with AC. Yeah. But and and
0: want, he scored
1: the two goals.
0: He scored the two goals that won them of the game like that too. Just like this.
1: Yeah. And he's a founding father of uh, handsome FC.
0: Yes, he is a founding father, that is true.
1: Um, and then I think the I'll say too that um are are safe to say, I'm not gonna say the rest, uh Smithrow and Jack Wilshere. Okay. I think these, these two guys, number tens, are Arsenal fan, like if if Smithrow got injured and never played again tomorrow, he he'd be a legend. These guys coming up from the bottom, uh, and and you know making the, the country proud, making England proud, but but you know setting an example across the league for for English players, and and with the pressure that they have on them mm. to be such good players at the end of the day is so impressive, and those guys will be not only Arsenal legends, but. England legends and just legends of the game, um, no matter what.
0: Well, I don't know if I'll go that far, especially with ML Smith-Rowe, but I think he's a great player. But Jack You'll Grealish see.
1: 100%. He's so young. He's so young. Man.
0: No, no, for sure. But for you to say that if he retires tomorrow, to Arsenal fans, yes, he'd be a legend, 100%. But to the football world, okay. there's too many of them. Jack okay. Grealish, yes. Mason Mount, Phil Foden, James, my boy James Madison that nobody wants to talk about but he's extremely good. The list goes on.
1: Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'll give you that.
0: Yeah, that's all I'm saying. And again, I, I appreciate the, the how much love and the passion you have for your the players that play for your club. Trust me, I, I really admire that because I have a similar appreciation. Especially as I get older, I, I'm getting more and more of an understanding of what that means. But uh, yeah, anyways, we'll stop it there because there's been so much talk about the eleven. Give me your favorite coach at Arsenal of all time. I think this is fairly obvious. Um, I think I can say it for you. If it's not him, then I think we can stop recording and we can go hit the hit the road, Jack, as uh, Ray Charles once said. So if it's not Arsene Wenger, we have a problem. If Prophetic. I hear Mikel Arteta, I'm gonna have I'm going I might have a, a breakdown, an emotional damage breakdown.
1: Um, for banter's sake, I'm going to say uh, Unai Emery.
0: Good evening. Oh, jeez.
1: Um got brought in to win the Europa League and didn't.
0: <laughs> and then beat Arsenal with the team and he then took over. That killed me, <laughs> And then
1: beat Arsenal <laughs> with another team.
0: I think to it's then so go on and win it, if I'm not mistaken. Again. Yeah, they took yeah. one <laughs> <laughs> You can't believe
1: it. I have no words. I have no words. It's just so funny. I need to write that.
0: <laughs> That's funny, man. Who's your favorite coach of all time? It's it's obviously it's Wenger, surely.
1: Yes, Wenger, of course. He's the identity. He's he's the entire identity of Arsenal. He he created it all. If without, I'll tell you this: without Wenger, there's no Arteta.
0: Agreed, one hundred percent agreed. That that's one thousand percent. I think I say without uh, Wenger and without Guardiola, there's no Arteta.
1: Of course, no Guardiola, but the qualities that Arteta has
0: comes from one uh, qualities, finger.
1: Hey, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna set it straight here. The qualities that Arteta has in terms of uh, motivating players and getting the trust from the players and having them uh, fight for the team for Arteta for each other, that comes from Vanger. All I of the agree. knowledge all of the experience that all
0: comes from Pep. One hundred percent. And even I think the brand of football that he's playing nowadays, we can see is kind of the remnants of both managers. It's a combination of both. Mm -hmm. And as he's modernizing the game and the game's changing, obviously Arteta knows that and has to kind of adjust it more to still being Arsenal, but with the tinge of like a bit more of like a, how do I say this? There just seems to be a a bit more industry to Arsenal's game than strictly just technique. And I think that's the changing stat. That's why they look a lot better with the likes of, you know, uh, Gabriel Jesus and Zinchenko. Because they give you 150% with the intelligence and the skill. Normally, you just get a... From Arsenal, typically, there'll be a lot of technical players, but that's not, not necessarily the, the most industrious type of players in the squad, you know? I'm putting it together, Arteta has both, so he's perfect. Exactly. And when we come back, we'll be looking at the influence of Arsene Wenger and Pep Guardiola on the new Arsenal manager and current Arsenal manager, Mikel Arteta. So you're mentioning how much you like Wenger. Honestly, I'm going to be honest, as a football fan, as a soccer fan, whatever you want to call it, I've always really, really liked Arsene Wenger, always. He's For me, he's one of the most classy and just very admirable, very inspirational. He has this charm to him, and especially as he got older, I liked him even more. I mean, that's when I started watching, you know, Arsenal a lot at that time when he got older, but I really, really enjoyed Wenger um, for a large period. And for me, as an outsider, I still don't know why Arsenal's, I mean, I know why, but I don't know if they should have sacked them for the reasons that they sacked them when they did, if that makes any sense. I don't know how you feel about that. We'll get to that in a second, actually, because I'm going to ask you about uh, some Arsenal trivia. which are going to link back to this in the, in the end. But um, just quickly, I want to ask you again, what are your ambitions for this season? Obviously, so far, so good for Arsenal. I have to say, like, I've been saying it week in, week out. Go check out my TikToks, guys. It's all there. All my predictions are out. My predictions are stellar this season so far. I've gotten, like, maybe, I think, four or five games wrong, a possible, like, 20 or whatever. And I keep getting these Arsenal games correct because I'm not gonna, I'm not missing anymore, bro. My bias out the window. This this new Jesus and Odegaard and Saka and Martinelli combination is speaking to me. I won't lie. It's speaking a different language right now. I saw that Jesus goal. You guys heard it in my last episode. That was absolute brilliance personified. That's all I'm going to say. So tell me what you're thinking. What are your thoughts going forward for Arsenal this season?
1: About that Jesus goal, Sanchez scored... An an identical goal, uh, as Jesus did the other day. Did he? I don't know.
0: Yes, I, I don't remember know if you it. saw that.
1: Like it, I saw a clip where was it was like a side by side, and it was the exact same from the exact same position from a standstill, top right. Wow. And, anyways, um, yeah, man. So this season, look as as an Arsenal fan, I have to acknowledge that. You know the 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 delusion of the fan base <laughs> is mental, and and you know, for me, it's it's always going to be biased, but this year is is the year. This is the year that Arsenal regain the status that they had. You know, like pre two thousand, like two thousand. It's, it's all coming back. We have every piece of the puzzle in place right now. Um, but I, I do have to say that you can't judge a season by the first few games. We've, saw, we've seen that last year. Arsenal were horrible. Arteta almost got sacked. Everyone hated the team. It was crazy. This year, it's the same thing. We've won the first few games very comfortably, but you have to look at the other results. Every team is good. Um, So, delusion aside, I I don't think Arsenal will win the league. I'm not going to say that. That's stupid. I don't think we'll come second, but I think top four finish not only is a must, but I think it will happen for sure.
0: Yeah, I think so too.
1: We've, we've had the most talent in, in this... We have the most talent in this squad as as the, the previous decade. And I think that this team is a real team. And they fight for each other. And I think that they can get it done top four. Uh, I don't want to make a prediction about FA Cup because it doesn't matter that much to me. Um, Arsenal are very capable of winning it. But this... You have to keep in mind that we are in Europa League, we are prioritizing it, and that's a lot of games. So given Arsenal's track record of injuries, that's something that's, that's always going to be a fight. So Arsenal top four, that, that's a must, and I, and I honestly think that's very, very achievable. FA Cup would be a bonus. Europa League, I think Arsenal are going for the win. And I think that Arsenal will win. That's that's my expectation. There's no reason why this team can't win at least one trophy.
0: You see, before Jared continues, this is why it's the home of a controversial takes. Because you guys heard it here first. I mean, maybe I miss I misinterpreting what he just said, but if I if I heard, my ears heard correctly, only one club should be winning the Europa. The whoa, whoa, only one team should be winning that this summer or this this season. Only one, the red side of North London. That's all I'm gonna say, Gunners. Y'all get ready for that big Europa League dub. And I'm gonna be honest, from my perspective, if I'm an Arsenal fan, I think top four. Cause at least at least for my predictions, again, you guys can go check it out. I have the whole prediction done. I have Arsenal in my top four. And actually I have my club outside of the top four for various reasons. I gave a whole spiel explaining that. You guys know how passionate I am about Chelsea. But back to the top four for Arsenal. I think it's more than possible. There's a certain Um There's a certain youthfulness and a certain exuberance that I'm getting from Arsenal that I haven't felt in a very long time. And I know, Jared, you understand this. But for people listening, this is just there's a certain passion. I don't know what it is. And I think sticking up with this manager who, I'm going to be honest, I was not backing two and a half even recently. But I can see more and more of a vision that's really becoming clear to me. Like as, a, as I'm watching, I'm like, yeah, this is starting to make some sense. Initially, I was like, let's be honest, guys. Let's kick Arteta to the, tur- to the curb. He do not know what he's doing, bro. He's just there for bantering to look pretty like Giroud and get a paycheck and go home.
1: You have, to, you have to understand, every Arsenal fan had that same feeling last season. I didn't think he'd get it done. No. There's no way.
0: I thought it might have been like a top eight finish. Maybe like ninth place, eighth place, like just struggling around, you know, fighting with Aston Villa and fighting with Newcastle and Brighton and, and, you know, and the likes of like Crystal Palace maybe. But no, I think he did really well. And I feel like once and for all, what he's trying to do, and what he's achieving. And I haven't watched the All or Nothing documentary yet. I have been too busy to do that, but I will look at it in, you know, in peace at some point to get myself more perspective. But for sure, I think these ambitions are healthy and they should actually be lived up to. If not, I will be shocked, genuinely.
1: I, I think that's realistic. That's the most realistic thing I've ever thought as an Arsenal fan
0: uh,
1: is that this season, Arsenal will finish top four and then Arsenal will win the Europa League. Like that's, that's the expectation. But that's, you know, considering the team currently, the form going into the season, personnel the way they play uh we we won't lose to emery again i promise you <laughs> honestly that might be more controversial
0: than saying you're going to win the hopefully league yeah. that they're going
1: to win <laughs> we'll, anyways
0: when we come back we'll be doing a bit of arsenal trivia as i do in every single everything about episode asking this Arsenal fan three questions about his club and see if he can go three for three you know, in the in the trivia when we come back. And now on to the latter stage of this episode. Three questions. Let's be honest. One of them, I think, might stump you. I'm going to be honest because I don't even know this information unless, until I did the research. But the other two, the first of which I'll ask right now, the other two I, I'm <coughs> expecting you to know. So question number one. To the biggest Arsenal fan I know, or at least one of it, not, I mean, there's there's many, there's millions of you guys, all my family members, all the Jamaicans I know are Arsenal fans. But (laughs) to, to ask the question, what Premier League team did your current manager, Mikel Arteta, play for other than Arsenal Football Club? Is it A, Newcastle, B, Southampton, C, Everton Football Club, or D, Chelsea?
1: Played for Everton. Um, you should have seen his teeth back then. He looked ridiculous. <clears throat> Did he? But, um, yeah, he, I, I'm pretty sure he played, he was with PSG and then he moved to Everton or something like that. Mm. But he, he was side by side with, uh, Ronaldinho in, in PSG. So,
0: that's so uh, sick.
1: when he, when he was in Everton, he was, you know, he, he held it down. He was the man.
0: He was. They, they on um, him heavily.
1: But yeah. That's an, that's an easy question
0: i'm sorry man. Okay, this one's going might be it's going to get more difficult you say it's easy Where now you it's gonna get, these? it's going to get more difficult the next the second question is how many assists did mesut özil get for arsenal in the premier league a leeway of 10
1: that's it i don't get options this time
0: oh what do you mean option just give me a number <laughs> <laughs> man i don't know i it's a 10 10 10 um 10 score margin so like whatever you say if you know you say like i don't know 20 and it's whatever that it's it's not 20 i can tell you that already but (laughs) whatever it is i can uh
1: man i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna get embarrassed Um
0: (laughs) you're not gonna get embarrassed you were dissing my questions though so
1: i'm yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry i deserve it i'm gonna say like 60
0: wow you're right man that's not fair, bro. I expecting you to get it wrong. But, you know, you really are an asset. I have to give you some credit. And the real answer is 54. And I said, Lee, we have 10. You're well within 10. There's no problem. So, yes, that's two for two.
1: I was just on feeling. I, I, I feel like he should have gotten 60. 60. Yeah. Look, if, if, Arsenal, if Ozil was in a better Arsenal team, he would have got 100.
0: Yes. 100%. Pun intended, 100%. Final question, and this one, I'll be shocked if you know this, genuinely, because this is the knowledge of people that are of the ancestors of Arsenal Football Club. But let's see.
1: The Woolridge Arsenal.
0: I'll give you options here again. I'll actually be very kind. What year did Arsenal last win the EFL Cup? Is it A, 1993, B, 1994, C, 1995, or D, 1996?
1: You're kidding. The EFL. So, what is that called now? Like the the or Cup. Holy! Um, well, like I don't know why you would give me these answers. <laughs> Just can't. tell me it's in the nineties.
0: <laughs> okay, it's in the nineties. Forget the year.
1: I I'm gonna say ninety ninety four.
0: Oh, you're so close. <laughs> It's actually crazy. The answer is 1993.
1: I, I I couldn't help but be close. All the answers are within four.
0: Obviously, okay, mathematician. I mean, you're literally a year off.
1: I was gonna say. I was gonna say 93. I knew I you were. Like, I why? could
0: see it. It's on the tip of. Your, I knew you were gonna say 93. And I'll tell you why. I was thinking of how you
1: came up with 93, 94, 95, 96. <laughs> I was trying to think. Okay, how how would Stephen <laughs> choose what other answers to put? And I thought, there's no way he's going to start at 93 and go up if the answer is 93.
0: But I was wrong. <laughs> it happens, man. It still happens. But I, I appreciate you coming and, do, and giving me your, your, your best go at the at the trivia. Um, you can see that the questions do get increasingly harder. It's on purpose. I don't want to ask you, like, so who's Arsenal's current number 10? Like, I, I think you know the answer to that. <laughs> if, you know, if you don't know the answer to that, you should definitely reconsider your, your fandom. Because that's pretty obvious. It's ESR. But just to say that I expect you to know, you know, the other stuff, so. That's the trivia. Um, you go on the list. I think you're second place now, like second behind. like my uh, Another guest I had that was a big Napoli fan. He got three out of three on Napoli questions, but th- that was actually pretty difficult as well. But um, Jared, man, I really want to thank you again for coming on. Like, honestly, I can't thank you enough. I know we've been planning this episode for some time, and it's finally been able to be executed. So I'm happy that you were able to come on and talk about the club. I know you're so passionate about and that you watch week in, week out. Um, I have all of your links and stuff that you want me to put in there it won't be in the description and if people want to find you and see what you're up to in life and, you know, simply hear about your soccer, your soccer takes and opinions. But for me, though, the host, your boy, Stephen, I will be back again as always. Make sure to download, to subscribe, to follow, do all of those love things. Let me see a let me get a nice five star rating on the Steven Talk Soccer Podcast as well. We are going global. We have officially hit a thousand sub uh, subscribe. That's crazy. A thousand downloads has finally been achieved once and for all. It's finally reached that big milestone I've been praying for forever. I said it in my last episode. I'll say it again. I really appreciate the love. I see the love from Finland too. I see it from Germany. I'm seeing it in the states. It's all over. We're loving the globalness. Thank you guys for listening as always. Welcome to the Dawn squad. Come and pick up a jersey. Jared is now part of the team. He might be taking over the center-back spot at the moment. You know, that spot's a bit vacant. So he'll be there, and you'll see him again soon. But for me, I'm out for now. Deuces. Hey, everyone. Are you enjoying the content? Please be sure to leave a rating and a review. And to check out my other episodes. If you're looking for more Steven Talks Soccer content, you can find me at STS Pod on Instagram, at Steve on Twitter, and at Steven Talks Soccer on TikTok. Become a consistent starter in the STS squad.